Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared Math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday, and they're about 15 minutes, perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter, and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for information and inspiration on the conscious parenting journey. I am Casey O'Rourke, positive discipline trainer, parent coach, and honored to be your guide in the work of showing up as your best for yourself and your family. If you feel as though parenting is one long personal growth and development workshop, you have come to the right place. The conversations you will hear on this podcast are all intended to offer you tools for moving forward, for expanding your lens, for shifting your narrative to one of possibility, connection, and empowerment. You can be the parent you want to be. We are influencing the world with how we raise our children. When we bring deep listening, acceptance, and courage to our relationships, we are doing our part to evoke it in the world. I am thrilled to partner with you on this path. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, friends. How's it going? Welcome to this week's podcast. It's a solo show. All me, all me, my friends. I would like to start out this solo episode episode with gratitude, huge gratitude to all of you, every person that listens. Gratitude for those of you that are active and involved in the Live in Love with Joyful Courage Facebook group. Love you people. And especially huge, huge gratitude to those of you that are a part of the Living Joyful Courage membership program and my one-on-one clients. Because I am just so amazed I don't know why I continue to be amazed, but I love the way when something's a theme, it shows up in all the places. It shows up with my one-on-one clients. It shows up in the bigger community of the Facebook group. It shows up in the membership and it shows up in my own personal experience. We are on a collective experience. And while I get to hold space for all of you, I also get to grow 
and develop my own filter for seeing and experiencing the world. And it's so powerful. I am always in the learning and in the growing and in the developing, right? And we all are. We're all in the learning, growing and developing. There is no final destination for that. Humaning, right? We're humaning over here and over there and you and me and that person and this person. We are all on the journey. Some of us realize we're on a journey and are conscious of it and making steps towards moving in a certain direction. And some of us are not. So, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I'm guessing you realize that you are on a journey and it is really simple to grow and develop on the journey. It's not always easy. So today on the podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about creating what we want in our life. Okay. And I'm going to start off kind of in an expansive place and bring it into specifics around parenting. And one of the things that I think is the toughest piece in any situation, whether we're making declarations about how we show up for our kids or decisions about um, self-care or how we're going to make our meals, like all the time, we know what we want. And then we get really frustrated that it doesn't happen simply because we actually aren't taking any action to get there. So that first step of, and and it shows up in parenting when, you know, people say, oh, I want to be, I want to be a conscious parent, or I want to be a peaceful parent. And what, you know, defining what that means for you is super important. Like, what does that look like? What does that mean? What is it specifically that you want more of in your life? So yes, getting really clear about what we want is absolutely an action step. Also, you know, we are all reading all the time, articles, blog posts, books, we're learning tools and strategies, right? And, or we're even watching videos, TED Talks, inspirational podcasts that you might be listening to. So we take in information, right? We find what we want and we take in a lot of information. But so much of the time, we remain sitting on the outside of that, of the results that we want. Does that make sense? We sit on the outside and by sitting on the outside, so, okay, let me just take a few steps back. So this morning I did some meditation and journaling and I was really reflecting on, there's a couple different things where I feel like I know what I want and it's just not happening. And I'm, I'm in that loop of frustration, both in my personal health and well-being, as well as with some business stuff. And it's, it's like that low energy kind of feeling like, uh, well, I know what I want, but yeah, I'm not really feeling motivated in this moment, right? And so things show up that keep us from taking the action on on what we want. And things like, for me, it's procrastination. I am really good at procrastination. I'm really good at finding all sorts of other things to do. And it's things that get in the way of, you know, doing the dishes or it's things that get in the way of recording this podcast. I can't even tell you how many times I've told my editor or my publisher, producer, okay, I'm going to get you the podcast by Wednesday. And I just am like, oh yeah, it hasn't happened today. I'm recording this show and it's Thursday. It's Thursday. 
And, you know, so many of us, right? So many of us know what we need to do, know what we even what we want to do. And we're just going to check Facebook really quick. Or we're just going to check in on that Instagram post that we posted earlier just to see if there's any action. And then the next thing we know, all of this time has gone by. We're feeling ever less motivated. La, 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 right? The self-talk that also shows up, I think, can get in our way and keep us on the outside of what it is that we want the most. And, you know, self-talk, I think, can show up like, you don't really want to do that, or you could do it later, or, you know, you probably won't be able to do that, or that's not for you, or give it up. You know, there's all this really lovely self-talk that can show up in our minds. And the sneaky messages of some of our self-talk is around fear and unworthiness and perfectionism. Like if I can't do it perfect, then I'm not going to do it at all. Or, but what if I do do that and I accomplish that goal and then I'm feeling really exposed and I have more to lose. So there's all sorts of shit that gets in our way. Right. And I love, I love the movie. This is totally going to feel like, whoa, out of left park, but, or out of left field, but I love the movie Finding Nemo, right? I think about Nemo and this little fish and he's working so hard and he has this goal of saving his dad and his little body is swimming all the time and he's dealing with sharks. He's dealing with the monkey mind of Dory, which I'm sure there's a metaphor there. Um, he is persevering despite the fear that shows up with, for him along the way right? And he's working really, really hard and he is making progress, but he's working really hard. And there's a lot of things to distract him. And then along comes the turtle. I can't remember the name of the turtle, but the turtle shows up and Nemo tells his story to the turtle and the turtle says, Hey man, come into the current, come on over here, jump into the flow we'll get you to Sydney, we'll get you to where you're going, right? And so when Nemo says yes and gets into the current, he finds that it's less effort, there's less resistance there, there's more results, there's more joy, bigger possibilities, he's actually gonna make it to Sydney. And if you watch the movie, you notice that Nemo isn't just like flopping around in the current, he's still swimming, but because he's chosen into the current and into the flow, you know, everything seems to kind of open up and make it easy for him. I love that. I love the idea that the current is always available, right? That there is kind of this, you know, a divine plan that the universe has our back. And it's just a matter of having the thoughts and the action come into alignment so that we can achieve what we want. And I don't know how many of you have seen The Secret. It's a video slash book that is all about the law of attraction. And when we, when I first heard about the law of attraction, what, what I understood about it is, you know, write yourself a check for a million dollars and all of a sudden money will come your way. Or pull into the grocery store and imagine that you get rockstar parking and sure enough, you will get rockstar parking. When... Um, and, and when we, when I looked on Wikipedia and looked for a definition of law of attraction, it said the law of attraction is the belief that by focusing on positive or negative thoughts, people can bring positive or negative experiences into their life. 
The belief is based on the idea that people and their thoughts are both made from pure energy and that through the process of like energy attracting like energy, a person can improve their own health, wealth, and personal relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm totally bought into that. And what I missed when I first started learning about law of attraction is that it's also about actively taking steps that move you in that direction. It's about practicing your yes into the flow over and over and over again. Nemo had to say yes and enter the flow to be a part of the flow. Nemo had to say, okay, turtle guy, stoner turtle guy, I will jump in there with you. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God. Spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. And that's what enabled him to be a part of the flow, right? So what does this have to do with parenting? Why am I talking about this? Well, you know, there are times if we're, if we're being honest, right, there are times where you can probably see, yeah, when everybody's like 
going along with the program and the whole parenting jam feels almost easy, right? Everybody's connected. Everybody's feeling good. When you think about those times, and perhaps perhaps for some of you that are listening, maybe you're in one of those times right now. Yay for you. Um, what makes it easy to be easygoing? And I'm not talking about like, and there's no challenges. Like this is flow. This is easygoing, even when, you know, the stuff shows up. Because if, if we think about it, you know, we can kind of identify times when our kids are having a hard time and we manage to handle it in a way that's helpful and not hurtful versus other times when our kids might be having the same level of fall apart. And for whatever reason, we snap and we can't handle it. So what do you notice? What are the qualities that are alive? What are the things that are put in place when the whole family thing feels more even easygoing? What do you notice about what is currently set up in your home that, that, um, supports that? Like, what are the foundational pieces? What are the under the surface parts that come into play to keep flow alive in your family? Now, some things that come to mind for me is when we have well-established routines, right? When we're using a common language. Do you know what I mean by that? Common language. And I was just talking about this last night with my um, friends at Sky Valley Co-op Preschool. Shout out Sky Valley Co-op. We were talking about brain development and we revisiting brain in the palm of the hand. We were talking about Tina Bryson's um, zones. So green zone, red zone, blue zone. And the conversation was around how we bring that language and use that language in our home right? And how powerful it can be when we say something like, wow, I'm wondering, are you still feeling, you know, like you're in the green zone and our kids know exactly what we're talking about by that. And our partners know exactly what we're talking about when we say green zone, right? So creating common languages, that's a foundational piece for me that keeps our family in the flow. When everybody's needs are met, right? When snacks get out, um, when people feel connected, when people are feeling that sense of belonging and significance in the home, which also includes like, I noticed that we can definitely stay in the flow more often when we are doing regular family meetings, right? Regular family meetings tends to be the glue that holds it all together. And, And when things start to feel angsty, I can look around and you better believe that I notice like, oh, well, we haven't had a family meeting in three weeks. Time to get back into that practice. Um, and the other question is like, how have you defined where you want the flow to take you? Like, again, as I said before, when we say, oh, I want to be um, a positive parent. I want to, I want to be a gentle parent. I want to be whatever, fill in the blank. Right. Have you defined what that means? And, you know, unless you're setting specific goals, it's more of a way of being than a destination. So I want to be a peaceful parent. Well, what does that mean to you? Right. And so lately I've been working with clients and some of the ways of being that have shown up is playful, light, curious, calm, um, present, connected to self, um, self-accepting, accepting of others, 
non-judgmental, available. And, you know, this whole idea of way of being and being in the flow, it's an active process. Like to get what we want, whether it's, you know, a cohesive home environment or, you know, I want to make $5,000 next month to get where we want we must be in action. We must choose into action. And that flow state, that um, law of attraction kind of state when things kind of feel easy, right? When you're in the current, it shows up because the more we choose in, the easier it becomes to choose in, right? And you all have heard me talk about choosing in a lot. I say that a lot. And it's funny, you know, you all know, well, if you don't, surprise, I'm writing a book. And in the process of writing this book, I use the language that I use. And my um, coach, my writing coach will often say to me, you know, I think this is a, this is where you're using Casey language. And, um, and I, I, I'm just outing myself that sometimes I know I use language and you might be listening to me and thinking, what, what, what does that mean? What does Casey mean? And, and I just want to give full permission. If I ever talk about something on the podcast or use language that you're just unclear of, please, you know, send me a message either email or through Facebook or Instagram and say, what do you mean by that? When you say that, so choosing in, when I say choosing in, which again, I say a lot, it really is about being a yes right? About seizing the opportunities to practice the tools, about taking action. Joyful courage is rejoicing in the opportunities of choosing in that exist on the parenting journey, right? And by opportunities, you know, sometimes our opportunities show up in disguise and they show up in disguise of say a, um, three-year-old throwing themselves on the floor and having a huge meltdown, right? Opportunities can show up as a teenager who has mastered the, um, the cold shoulder and it's painful. Not that I'm speaking from experience, but I am, right? The opportunities are anytime our automatic pilot shows up and our automatic pilot, or I like to also call it that emotional freight train, anytime that, that emotional freight train pulls into the station, that is an opportunity to practice something different. That's an opportunity to create, to choose into the action of being in the current, in the flow. If you want things to be different, then you need to be different right? If you want things in your life, in your family, in your relationships to be different, then you need to quit waiting for other people to change it or circumstance or, you know, a diagnosis or they'll get a little older or, you know, fill in the blank. If you want things to be different, then you need to be different. You need to interrupt your patterns, right? You need to interrupt your patterns. You need to put the brakes on the emotional freight train. And the first thing to interrupt your patterns, it would be to discover what they are, to start noticing that you respond a certain way in certain situations. And it happens every single time, right? It happens every single time. So it's this whole idea around paying attention and mindfulness becomes super important. And a really simple example would be for those of us that recognize that we escape into our phone 
too much. And I'm saying like, everybody raise your hand if you know you're on your phone too much. Now keep your hand up if you have a child or multiple children that say, mommy, put down your phone, daddy, put down your phone. There is no shame here because I know that a lot of you, myself included, have your hand up. All right. So let's, let's put the phone down. All right. And easier said than done because it's a habit. It's a habit. So start to pay attention to when, when do you have your phone in your hand? And and I'm the queen of, well, I work online and it's important for me to know what's going on. Guess what? It's also really okay to set boundaries and for clients and followers to know that I will get back to them, but it doesn't need to be immediate right? So little shout out to creating boundaries. So paying attention to when do you use it? What do you notice about right before you pick it up? So one of the things where I get in my stuff is if I'm working on a project, even just like writing this outline today, I decided, okay, I'm going to write my outline and then I'm going to record the podcast. And I noticed there's a few different times during the course of the outline where I kind of lost my steam and I immediately put my hand over on my phone. Like, okay, I'm kind of bored of this now. So I'll check and do my little round through Facebook, Instagram, email, and see if anything has happened. Guess what? Nothing had happened. Um, So that was a waste of time. And so I started, and it was funny because I'm writing about this and I'm actually engaging in this automatic pilot right? So I notice that when I'm working on something that starts to feel like a lot of work, especially writing, I am often leaning back and looking for a distraction. Okay. Also, I notice when I'm in a, if anytime I have to wait, so if I'm in the line at school to pick up my kids, if I am at the doctor's office, am I, if I'm down at Papa Murphy's waiting for them to finish my pizza, like I'll whip out my phone. So paying attention to when you use it, what do you notice right before you're using it? Where do you use it? So we're getting more information about our own patterns. And then the question is what routines can you play with that will interrupt your pattern? And what I mean by that is deciding to do something different, right? Deciding to interrupt the automatic pilot that is me reaching for my phone as a distraction tool. So one thing that I've implemented um, is first thing in the morning, when I come downstairs to be with the kids before school, I leave my phone upstairs. Um, When I get out of the car to go into, you know, any of the places that I mentioned before, I'll leave my phone in my car. Right. So those are, that's one way to kind of interrupt patterns to be different. If you want things to be different, then you need to be different. The other, another example that I have is, um, from my own experience and I'm sharing my own experience while also acknowledging that, I know you're having similar experiences. So that's where I think there's value is in being really transparent about what's happening at my house so that everyone can be like, oh yeah, 
I know that it happens to me too. So another example would be um, this, this loop that I'm finding myself in with my teenager, which is I get mad at her because I take her experience that she's having, which is showing up as really angsty personally. When do I do it? Where do I do it? What do I notice right before? So this is a lot of the time this happens at the dinner table after she's been super like non-engaged and it's not a neutral vibe, even though she claims like, I'm just being unemotional. The way that I experience it is hurtful. The way that I experience it is energy being pushed out into the family. Like I'm feeling bad. And so I'm going to take you all down with me. And then I take it personally. And then the spin out in my head becomes, um, you can't define the vibe of the family and how dare you and, you know, fill in the blank. And then I get, you know, then I'm feeling her angst and I snap at her. And then it's just a spiral into really poor relationship, right? Usually ending with me owning that I was a complete bitch to her and then we get over it. So what routines can you play with that'll interrupt your pattern? So deciding to practice something different, right? So for me, that means doing the internal work of allowing her to be responsible for her feelings and allowing myself to be responsible for mine because I definitely get in the blame. Like you're making me feel like this and that's why I'm treating you this way, right? For me, creating a one-liner that supports me in knowing and sharing where I'm at. So it could sound like, um, wow, I'm feeling your energy right now. I'm going to go take care of myself so that I don't take it personally. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist, and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness, and I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. Right. And then I get to model that for her because 
her energy came from somewhere as well. Whether it was, you know, something that she was directly involved in or indirectly involved in, she is also allowing somebody else's energy to dictate how she shows up. So I get to model that. Wow. I am experiencing your energy right now and I'm going to go take care of myself so that it doesn't become my energy, right? And then and then actually doing that, whatever it looks like. And then also offering her, seeing the opportunity there to offer her tools to develop for taking care of herself. Again, that, that shows up naturally through modeling. But wow, what a powerful life skill, right? And not one that she's going to master just because I have this really powerful conversation with her, right? But instead, because I'm modeling what it looks like, and then through that experience, using that experience as an opportunity to teach, not in the moment, but later on when we're all back to connection and flow. Um, so, you know, you hear where I'm getting here? So, so really thinking about looking at patterns and automatic pilot and deciding to be different. It all starts out with deciding to be different. Now, there are some things that can get in our way, right? And that first thing that I'm going to talk about is the voices in our head, right? Do you ever realize like, oh, I'm talking to myself in my head, like it's a conversation. And I think that really it's a conversation between what you want most and what your ego wants. Our true self has our back, what we want most, that voice of, of, of what we want most. That's our true self. Our true self has our back. Our true self knows that we've made declarations and that we're capable of fulfilling those declarations and we're capable and worthy of, of those results, right? Our ego thinks it has our back, but really it's about going to what's easy, what's safe, what's familiar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're interrupting a pattern. We know that pattern, that pattern's familiar. Hold on, right? So this work is simple, but it might not be easy. The quicker we decide to act on an idea, the more likely it is that we'll follow through. So some, and, and, and a really great example of this. And this is stuff that I learned just this morning from a couple Ted talks that I watched by Melanie Robbins. Oh my gosh. I'm totally going to stalk her until she's a guest on my show. Um, she talks about the five second rule and really it's that space and time that we have for moving into action from a thought to an action. Like I got to get up. You have about five seconds to get up right? And if you don't get up, then you're hitting snooze, right? Or I need to make myself a smoothie. Like you have five seconds to be in action of that before you get distracted and decide, yeah, I'm good, right? A five second rule. And Melanie talks about counting, like literally counting down five, four, three, two, one action, right? And the cool thing, what I really loved about what she was talking about is there's something that is triggered in the prefrontal cortex. When, as soon as we say five, we've engaged, we've interrupted the pattern because we've simply become aware that this is a place where I can interrupt, right? And so some examples of, of, of things that we might want to interrupt old patterns around. So again, like getting up the snooze button, getting up, you know, a lot of you, we, we, a lot of us talk about morning routines and getting up before the kids. And I know that I have been guilty. I'm super excited by this, you guys, because I have definitely been guilty lately of hitting the snooze button and just waiting till the last possible minute 
before I need to get up and, and be available to my kids. And I know that my day plays out completely different when I wake up earlier and I get my journaling in and I get my meditation in and sometimes there's some yoga or movement that gives me a whole different day, right? So I'm really excited to use this five second rule and start to play with this to get back into my groove and my routine of my like sacred time in the morning. So another place is, is exercise. How often throughout the day are we saying things like, oh, I need to go to the gym. Oh yeah, I should go to the gym. Oh yeah, I want to do some yoga. And then it's, you know, and then off we go into doing something else. Um, the way that we're eating, the choices that we're making around food. I really want to make something. I want to have something healthy followed by, I don't really want to take the time to make something followed by, I'll just have a bowl of chips <laughs> or maybe that's just me. You know, another place was again, finishing this outline, deciding to, to finish and to get these files done today right? I got to use that five second rule to put my phone down and stay off social media to get it done. So love, love, love it. My challenge for you today is to be clear or get clear on the direction you want to be going. And why do you want to go there? You listen to this podcast. I have these amazing guests on. I have these super inspirational solo shows. What are you taking away and integrating into your life, right? Be clear on what you want to do and do it. Notice the patterns that are getting in your way. What is keeping you from the action and interrupt the patterns by doing something different. And finally, repeat all day long. Every day, there are endless opportunities for interrupting our automatic pilot and living the life that we want by design. So I challenge you to, to take some steps in going there. Take some steps in going there and let me know. Let me know how it goes. And finally, listen, we all thrive in community, right? We all thrive in community. We thrive when we are being supported and joined by a bunch of other people who are diving into the same work, the same practices that we're engaging in. So I want you to do yourself a favor and join the Joyful Courage 10 program. Okay, Joyful Courage 10. This is exactly what you need to step into your own flow of parenting. This is the jumpstart for manifesting that family vibe, that home climate that you want most. We are on a collective journey and the Joyful Courage 10 is the party bus you didn't know that you wanted on. <laughs> Disco ball and all, right? We're all going down this parenting path together, right? And it's not gonna look the same. I'm not saying like, come do it like me. I'm saying come and join in community that is also on a mission to create a more conscious, intentional practice of parenting, right? Sign up right now. It's free. Like it's a 10 day program, you guys. And it's free. We start April 1st. You can find out more at joyfulcourage.com slash JC10, joyfulcourage.com slash JC10. I'm going to be jumping into the live and love group. You may have already seen me there doing uh, Facebook lives for the rest of the week. Um, because April 1st is like really soon. And I really want you 
to check it out. Plus, it's a really safe and easy way to play inside of one of my programs and to really get an even deeper look about the ways that I support parents. I want you to come, come. You deserve it. You're worthy of this. You have the time. You do. You have the time. And the beautiful thing is when you say yes to something like this, you get to also drop into your personal responsibility around how to make it work for you. Do you know what I mean? Like you get to, notice I keep saying you get to, you get to decide what can I take away from this that's valuable to me. And that just makes me so excited. So excited. I so want you to be there. So again, check it out. www.joyfulcourage.com slash JC10. I can't wait to see you there, to get to know you on a deeper level um, and to play in this work because, you know, I am a participant as much as I am a guide and I am honored, honored, honored to hold space for each and every one of you. Yeah. Joyful Courage community, you're amazing. Big thanks and love to my team, including my producer, Chris Mann at Podshaper. Be sure to join in the discussion over at the Live and Love with Joyful Courage group page, as well as the Joyful Courage business page on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to the show through Apple Podcasts or really anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. You can view the current Joyful Courage swag over at the webpage, intention cards, bracelets, e-course offers, the membership program, one-on-one coaching. It's all waiting for you to take a look. Simply head to www.joyfulcourage.com slash yes. That's joyfulcourage.com slash Y-E-S to find more support for your conscious parenting journey. Any comments or feedback about this show or any others can be sent to Casey at joyfulcourage.com. I personally read and respond to all the emails that come my way. Reach out, take a breath, drop into your body, find the balcony seat and trust that everyone is going to be okay. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.